friends, welcome to Life Made Full. This podcast is centered around business, faith, and family, three areas that are dear to our heart. If you are a business owner in ministry, own a family business, or you have a family, join us today around our family table to discuss these topics and more. Swirl. Welcome back to Life Made Full. We're so glad you're here. I know it's been a hot minute since we have filmed another episode. So let's catch up a little bit. What's been going on in everybody's world? Of course, I know some, but not all. So what's been going on in your world, Doug? I mean, I've just been hunting a lot, so. Has it consumed your life? Hunting always consumes my life. So that's, (laughs) that's nothing new. Have you caught anything? Nope. <laughs> Is that normal? Yeah, absolutely. When you're when you try to do it ethically and like what you would consider, you know, everybody has their own style where you're trying to do it the way that you think is more ethical. And for me, it's taking out, you know, an older deer that's probably pushing around the other bucks and you know so when you a bully yeah pretty much so you take <laughs> you take those out because then it helps spread the genetics gotcha gotcha because if one bully is just always bullying it around and he's the one that's only going to all the does then it's only his genetics that are getting spread so it's just hmm. so it's very strategic strategic <laughs> How you say that? Strate- Wait, <laughs> strategic. I get fumbled up on my words all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, I mean, nine times out of ten, the buck's smarter than you, and that's hard to for people to understand, but it is. So, I've had op- I and I only shoot, I only bow hunt, so that's where it's harder, because gotcha. you have to bring that animal to you as close as possible. Gotcha. Yep. So I don't. I think. Obviously, life has happened the past few months for our family. Um, just some, just life in general. Have we filmed the podcast since our trip? Mm-mm, no. Since our big Montana trip? Nope. I don't think so. I know. Honestly, we have. I've gotten messages saying, "Hey, we need a new podcast. Like, where is it at? We need, <laughs> we need y'all back." And so, we thank you for the viewers for hanging with us mm-hmm. hanging with us so we're back yep. Chrissy what's been going on in your world outside of baby love that's my life right now <laughs> <laughs> hey she is baby love Mookie Jojo yep she's got a hundred names that's she does she is sassy she is sassy oh yeah I know never encountered a baby like her really tell she's, us what what does that mean <laughs> she's sassy <laughs> She, we basically just say that it's her world and we live in it. That's pretty so much that's it. What's, that's what's taking place in my life right now. It's pretty much, and everybody's pretty she obsessed dictate, with her. She dictates to me what she, what's <laughs> what I'm doing for that day. She can't fully form words, but she has her language. She, does, I, 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 honestly, you're right. She is, she's very unique. Yep. <laughs> She'll tell you a full story just, and you have no idea what she's saying. It's just gibberish, but she talks a lot. She knows what she's saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, we're just living in her world right now. Yeah. We're, <laughs> and we're all pretty that's, obsessed with her. Yep. So that's what my <laughs> life consists of right now. Has it been hard getting back, finding, getting back 
to your old rhythms because now ocean is what 13 is she 13 mm -hmm. months uh 14 14 or she, 14 at the end of this month yeah. oh my god oh yeah we are in december yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so 14, 14 months yeah what has been the hardest part about finding your rhythms because i know prior to ocean you had your life you know you woke up you had structure you had mm -hmm. routine you had that rhythm you had that pattern tell me and possibly somebody watching this what has been the hardest part about having a third child because i know people say well if you have two you might as well have three what ha three's like 15 <laughs> uh, and see I, i've only ha i only have you two yeah. so i don't know what that felt like but tell us about more about that well and it might be different as far as if people have them like more close in age of course we took a little bit of a break and then decided to have her um i think just the hardest part is just finding that it, it is just finding your new day-to-day -day rhythm um and obviously running a business and just trying to figure out the ins and outs on, you know, how to make all that click. Yes. And then also obviously like going to the gym, just different things, you know, personally as well. Um, I don't, it's all of it's been hard. Right. <laughs> like, right. Honestly, it's all been hard. Um, <clears throat> but I think it's just finding, I mean, I have had to find a rhythm with it. And it still isn't perfect, but it's it's finally. I think it just takes time. I mean, I don't think there's any right answers or right, you know, to. I think too, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Probably too, owning our own business, mm -hmm. um, and obviously we have other things that we do. It's not just our business. We yeah. have life outside of our business, right? And finding that has. Mm -hmm. Is it much harder than you thought it was going to be? Yeah, and I think that that's because we, we've we chose not to put her in daycare up until, you know, a certain age, just like we did the other ones. Um, and obviously, I understand that that's not everybody's reality. Right. But, you know, in our case, obviously, we're blessed to where we can readjust schedules and different things to make that happen. Um, but that being said, it's also a huge sacrifice as well. Um, so... Yeah, it's just, it's, it's overall sacrifice. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that that's the hardest rhythm is because it is finding she's basically always with somebody, mm -hmm. you know, me or my husband. And then also we're trying to figure out where does work fit in. Right. You know, making these puzzles all fit to make sure we're getting everything done that we need to get done. Everything's checked off. Yes. At the end of the day, everything's checked off. Yeah. So where I feel like it would be easier, you know, if, if we did drop off at daycare because that would give me you know a set amount of hours to get all this stuff done and again you know i understand that that's not realistic for a lot of people to be able right. to keep keep their kids right um but that would be probably the most difficult right it's just finding us. that with yeah. her with ocean right now she's just with us 24 7 right right i imagine that that it probably and Probably too having an, a baby and the the hormones out of balance and mm -hmm. all of that because I you is that real? Oh yeah, that's proof. I mean that's proven science with yeah, and I, I believe that they say that it can last up until I don't know a year. I haven't really done a really? lot of research, but I do really yeah. Wow, that things like that can last up to a year. 
But yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah, it's a big life change. You're, and when you flip your life upside down, because, you know, I was very, very routined before, yes, you were. <laughs> before I had her. And so when she came into the picture, it flipped our world upside down. Right. I do remember, is it okay if I share uh, uh, something? It was back a couple months after you had her and you were yeah. standing in the living room. Is it okay if I share that? Mm-hmm. You were, uh, you were standing in our living room a couple of maybe January, February of this year mm-hmm. and you were crying mm-hmm. and you said, I, I, I need help. Yeah. Yeah. I need help. Mm-hmm. And that was a light bulb moment for me, obviously as well that, Hey, I need to kind of step back in the business, mm-hmm. not fully, but step back in yeah. and take some of that load off of you mm-hmm. because you were to the point to where you had to ask for help, which maybe I should have recognized that sooner. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have told you, I'm, I apologize. I should have recognized that sooner. Yeah. It should not have came to that point that you said, I, I need help. Yeah. I need help. So I did step back in. So that's just kind of bringing it back to what I've been up to is I did step back in the business a little mm-hmm. bit, helping with the phones, man and the phones and that kind of stuff to help yeah. you because you were over all of that. Mm-hmm. So I have stepped back in, which you're taking that back over soon. Yes. <laughs> and very, very soon. Yeah. Well, and I'm especially, I don't know, I'm that kind of person where I did think I underestimated having... Oh, that, yeah. Baby. Yes, and yes. it's like, I did think that I was just going to jump right back in and I was going to be able to handle everything. Superwoman. And then it's like, actually, no, I can't. <laughs> like, you, I you need know, help. Human, yeah, you're, there was just no way. So, but yeah, I'll definitely be ready to get back to. I have another? Is that what you're about no. to say? <laughs> That's what we said. If you're going to have an, like, okay, are you having another one? And if you are. Let's knock this out now and not wait. I think I would have to. Uh, we would have <laughs> to be deciding, and that's what we keep saying. Like, because there's no way of waiting, waiting again. Like you did about that? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. I would have to be. And you, be you said it like it was a partial break. It was a nine-year break, right? Um. Or well, eight. Seven. seven. It was seven years. No, it was six years. Cause six Bentley, years. Oh, I'm he's, thinking he's Bentley's seven. same age as Jackson. Yep. He's one year younger. Yeah, so it's a six-year age age gap. But, I mean, that's still pretty significant yeah. when uh, yeah. the two kids are very it, independent. And... <laughs> I know. It's like you, where you two are at now, you and Alicia, in your life, the boys are getting, you know, older. And you're like, you're loving, you're yeah. loving it. Not a chance. <laughs> yeah. He had, to, you watched Ocean for me well, one day. and Well, I think we made up, we just already thought about that. It was like we were already planning for when they were like right around 10. It was like we can start, you know, they're easy, easy. street. Yeah. So we've been planning on that. Just... You've been like, you've been waiting for this day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially what? because we're, I mean, you know, I'm 34, so. I know. And they're already almost, or, you know, Jackson's going to be nine. Justice's going to be 11. Yeah. So. Unbelievable. And it's, we got our whole. It's, life. it's, yeah, you you're, it. you're, you're on the, like, you're you on. like it out and yeah. you're. <laughs> Home our, run. our 40s are going to be great oh yes well i mean yes but it, that was funny because you said something you said when he kept ocean a couple of months back we were in i think your dad and i were in north carolina we were at the beach house 
and you had told her, I, I, I don't know. You told me one of you that you told Chrissy, you like, how do you do this all day? Listen to uh, little baby bum. Oh, little yeah, baby bum. <laughs> <laughs> it was on repeat. Little baby bum. Cause she loves little baby bum. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down for like something else. It's like I said, I tried to put other cartoons on for her, but she was not having it. And that show, we live in her world. Torture. <laughs> Yeah, just, we live it, in her it world. Sings nursery rhymes, literally the whole entire time. So oh yeah, they're stuck hours. in here. It's just hours, and it's just over and now, over. And <laughs> she well, she has a DVD. Just this morning, she has a DVD player in the truck, and it has a little baby bum. So that's all I heard the the whole truck ride. And then when we got home, <laughs> we had left the TV on. So I walk in, and it's still playing. I mean, it's just it's twenty four seven in our house. <laughs> Of little Crazy. baby bum, little baby bum. <laughs> but, yeah. So finding that rhythm has been challenging for you. Oh yeah, just finding it. So what bring? Let's. Um, I want to say this. To looking forward, obviously we're about to close out on 2022, which cannot even believe that. It feels like we just filmed the podcast back in December, announcing the conference in January. Mm-hmm. It was at Christmas time, mm-hmm. and it's all. I mean. It's crazy, absolutely crazy that we're about to close out 2022. So looking into 2023, what what does 2023 hold for you two? Boy. I, <laughs> I, you, need to be, uh, you need to be thinking about that. And I know you already are, and we are as a family, and we are talking about, you know, Life Made Full brand and Micah Race brand and all of those things. But what fuels you? What what kind of goals are you talking? Personal? <laughs> I'm talking because you, I do have personal goals that aren't that aren't business related. Well, let's t- t- say that. <laughs> well, like I'm doing. Kind of goals are we talking about? I've got a powerlifting meet that I'm planning on doing in April. Sometime in April, I want to squat a thousand, and, and then, then I believe you can do you're that. Ending your powerlifting and then career, I'm, right? And then at the at a moment, I mean, I don't know if I'll ever circle back, and then I'm going into. I want to ultra run. Hmm. So then me So you're going to make us all look bad pretty much. So the goal is, <laughs> is squat a thousand in April. And then me and my buddy Derek are uh, planning on trying to do a 50 mile run in probably around November. So that's the goal. So I want to get into long distance running. Lots of training. Only for because that. everybody says like, I mentioned it to somebody or a couple people and they like laughed at it and I'm like, okay, I'll show oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that more. to you yeah i'll show yeah. you i'll do i'll do it you'll see so that's where i'm at you know i always use reverse psychology with you all the time with people i'm like douglas can let like douglas could probably lift that with one finger yeah <laughs> like well, to your actually, dad that's and how stuff I, you know that's how i started powerlifting well well, I started powerlifting because, well, originally I got somebody who was like making fun of me because I was fat, which I mean, quite honestly, I needed that brought to my attention. I just, I'm like, cause I did need to lose weight and it took somebody telling me that. Okay. But wait a minute. And then I lost the weight. <laughs> so I got into fitness or whatever. And I started, as I'm getting into fitness, I start, um, I start deadlifting and stuff. And I like, I start getting stronger. So I'm like right around a, I forget a 500 pound deadlift or something in my, and Derek, my buddy, Derek, he, we were talking and I sent him that video and we were talking he was like, Doug, 
you'll you will never be stronger than me just to let you know <laughs> and then that moment that fueled you that fueled it i called larry pacifico which is like an, the, the <laughs> world record holder coach one of the greatest of all time powerlifters. he lived in dayton ohio i called him that day never met him talked to him on the phone went signed up for his gym and i've been powerlifting ever since and then i did end up getting stronger than Derek. I just got a vision of like when he said that to you and you're like, okay, of you, you know, like a hot air balloon. And as soon as the, they light that fire, oh, like, yeah. that's how I, I just like pictured like just because when it comes to something like that, I mean, I'll, I'll go until, until I, until I'm at the point of death. Like it's just like, there's mo- many times when I was powerlifting where somebody would be like, you couldn't run like a mile right now. And I'd literally lace up my shoes right on the moment and go run a mile. <laughs> just the, uh, just two days ago or yeah, two days ago it was Monday. Cause we were talking about it. I did a, um, 5k real quick. Like I ran three miles, uh, with Alicia and Chillicothe right after squatting in the morning so powerlifting. So I'm still powerlifting, but I still ran the 5k just because somebody fueled me. And <laughs> as long as like, your mental is always going to, it's always going to trump your, whatever you're capable of. So as long as I can get past that mental game of running. That's right. Of breaking that down, that up here. Because it all starts, talent. it's all, it's 80% mindset. Mm-hmm. It really. And that's everything. I know. That's right. It's literally it's 80% fitness. mindset in anything that you do in your life. It's kind of like people sometimes have. Um, like had it like a Moses mentality, you know, I can't, I can't, I, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And no, you can do it. You just got to break down the barrier in your mind. That's telling you, you can't. And where did that come from? And who told you that you can't do it? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you that if you go back to the root of who told you, you couldn't do it, you'll squash it mm-hmm. because who told you, you couldn't do it was a murderer before the beginning of time which is your adversary and we're not going to take a turn and go there but it's the truth so it's breaking that down and breaking that 80 percent mindset 100 percent. you can do anything i believe wholeheartedly that you can do anything that you put your mind to do oh i do too i mean it's just anything all you have to do like some people say they don't have enough time in the day then wake up earlier you find know? the time i mean i wake Carve up every the day time. at not every day, but three days a week at 3 a.m. to go to train in Columbus. Well, some people, I believe, too, they, it's, we've talked about this with, with business owners. Uh, you, do, you have a time management problem. Mm-hmm. You have a time management. You don't know how to prioritize what matters and what's important to you because I guarantee you what's important to you, you will make time for it. Mm-hmm. We can say all day long, are people saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going full speed. I'm, I'm always busy. I'm always got the, you know, the, the gat or the pedal to the, to the floor, full speed ahead. You will make time for what matters in your life. Mm-hmm. And so going into 2023, so that's your goals. Those are great goals. What about you? Let me ask Ocean. No, <laughs> yeah. Ocean, where are we going in 23? What are you going to allow me to do? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I mean, we have some obviously personal goals, but, you know, it's more private as far as, you know. Right. But I don't, I mean, it's not stuff that I really want to share. Is that like on like a podcast? Right. 
Well, what about business goals? What about things that fuel you? I mean, honestly, what fuels me the most is probably like helping people, you know, talk like stuff like this. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, obviously, yeah, I would love to do more of that and different things like that. But yeah. So I don't even know if now that was since it's been a while, mm -hmm. I don't even think that we've talked about your coaching now. No, we haven't. Okay, so can we talk about that now? Since you're through it, you're yeah. certified. Uh, yeah. So no, it's, it was kind of we just kind of let that mm -hmm. simmer a little bit till she got through it. And just it let her do her sales pitch. Do your sales <laughs> yeah, pitch. No, just kidding. no, I know because <laughs> this isn't that. Uh, so you're now a certified Enneagram yep. life coach. Mm -hmm. What does that even mean? Um. Well anybody doesn't know much about the Enneagram it's more of a tool um, because obviously people will even debate you know exactly what that is as far as Enneagram I look at it more like a tool um, it's something to help you become more like self-aware of your tendencies and honestly it's really crazy if you if you even give it a shot it's very crazy on how much it can really open up your eyes and just yes. help you um, but it's just more of a tool to become more self-aware. Mm. Um, it's not necessarily saying, because I know that some people struggle with the ideal of something telling them, you know, who they are. And this isn't that. It's not saying, well, this is just who you are. It's just because we all have some kind of, you know, childhood experiences, some something that's kind of formed, you know, how we view the world and how we view people and different things like that. So it's more of just a tool to let you know kind of your tendencies when you're unhealthy, when you're healthy. That's good. Different things like that. Um, so that's more of what it is. And as far as coaching, it's more of a deeper look or deeper dive, whatever, you know, you want to say as to like really figuring out your number. Cause there's nine different personality types on it. Um, but in the same breath, there's a lot of, it, it's not putting, I want to say it's not putting you in a box mm -hmm. because that's what, you know, some people struggle with. They're like, well, I don't want to be put in a box because right. really you're technically all these numbers. It's just, which ones are your more motivated, you know, like what's, what's the default that you fall back on right. more often right. than the others. Right. Um, so it's just helping us, like I said, coaching is just helping you identify which number you are, what your core motives are, um, and then just to help you become more self-aware and become like the healthiest version, version. of who God's yeah. called you to be. Yeah. It was a huge eye opener for me. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that learning about it. And again, I know it gets somewhat of a bad rap. Mm -hmm. It is only a tool or we know, and I know you coach that way that our identity is ultimately in Christ. Yes. This is just a tool to basically shine the lights mm -hmm. on areas, our strengths, our weaknesses. Yeah. Like you said, where we default to. And so it was a huge, you left, uh, we were at a business a couple months back and you were helping this business in that. And you'd left cause you, you forgot your laptop and you were using mine mm -hmm. and you left some things up. Yeah. And I went back and I was oh, reading. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at, well, I was looking at mine, mm -hmm. obviously. And I was like, man, this is so dead on it. Yeah. So dead on. 
just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that the topic comes up a lot. Can your numbers flip? Mm-hmm. Do you want to answer that? Cause somebody might be, oh, I wonder, you know, cause somebody can take a test and they're this number. And then, you know, six months later, they don't like that. And, and that happened. They don't like that number. So I'm going to take it again. Yeah. For the most part, I mean, we're not going to say that it'll never happen, but for the most part, you're pretty much going to be that, that same number. And that's because it's based off of your development as a child mm. to where you can't really go back and change that. Now, can you become, that's what I guess I'm saying, can you become healthier versions? And of course, do we believe in the life change of Jesus? Of course. So, I mean, I would never say that you never can, because obviously I wouldn't want to put that in a box of that. Right. Know, right. With, with, but for the most part, this is definitely a more concrete thing, just based off of your like childhood experiences and how you're, how you developed. You know, I've taken it probably like five times, and it's all come back the same. Yeah, I'm sure it has. <laughs> it bounces back the same. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yes. And and that's what they say not to do, though. They I know, they I know, really I say I know. not to. Um, you know take it just because then you'll like premeditate, you know, uh, yeah. the question. Well, yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, I'm not this. And because it really does, it makes you almost like some people will be like, well, I really don't like myself then. I mean, honestly, it makes you very self-aware if you're in that unhealthy version. I was, you can be like, this isn't me. And you can live in this denial mode until you finally just embrace that that's where you're at. And at some point, everybody's in an unhealthy version of themselves. Right, right. That's and it's all life. about self de- self-development, mm-hmm. too. Becoming aware of working on the inside. Because when we start to work on the inside, that's when it comes out on the outside. Right. We have to, to work on us. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> through the years, I've learned that wholeheartedly. It's very, very important, uh, very needed. So, the, so do you think 2023, you're going to really focus in on that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Perfect. Website in the making, probably all of that. <laughs> Hopefully coming. Which mm-hmm. brings me, by the way, to my website, um, micarace.com. It got totally rebranded. It should re- rebranded. It should be live by the end of today which what is today's date december 14 december 14th yes christmas is not kids this weekend but next weekend that is unbelievable kids school break starts next week unbelievable wednesday right so yeah so uh go check that out we're gonna have our i will have a blog on there and uh it's new fresh updated because i'm more now going into 2023 i'm always going to be visiting because you know what douglas you said something to me that hit me and i probably haven't shared this with you which i'm gonna share it now because you say a lot of things sometimes (laughs) we're very much alike uh you had said something to me we were at a business uh a while back um and and i was vocalizing that i feel like god's taken me in a different direction I'm always going to do that, 
Yeah. But I felt like God's really going to take me in a, not a, di- a, a, di- a, yeah, a different direction. But you had said something you said, and I'm just going to, can I just say what you said to me? I guess. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I usually don't care anyway. So. I know. That's how he talks to me. You basically told me I was selfish. <laughs> and why would I want to not do that when that is my, I'm, I'm, that's basically my gift. So why would I do that? That is very selfish of me. And I took offense to that. If you can remember, I did, which yeah, I'm being Christy total. Was with you. To- <laughs> Christy was with us. Totally transparent. It was, on, it was in the car. It was back. We were out of business. Michigan. We were in the car, but yeah. Yes. Well, anyway, <laughs> I've thought about that over and over and you were right. 100% you were right. Because you, and that brings, you know, if, if you think about the scripture that talks about the talents and mm-hmm. what we're gifted in and the areas that God has gifted us and our strengths, that it is, we are doing our fellow man, our fellow neighbor, our fellow human, a disservice by not operating those gifts. We really are. And what are we at, at the end when, when we do make that final transition to our eternal home and we face him, what are we going to say when he says, I gave you this gift and I gave you that gift and I gave, and you did not take it and multiply. Because if you really think about when he said way back, when he said, be fruitful and multiply, do you think he was just talking about populate the earth? Think about that. Do you think he was just saying, talking about that in that moment? Because if we really just believe he was talking about multiply the earth, then we're, then going back to what, then we we're kind of limiting God. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, I believe that we could really think about that. And I've heard other people talk about that subject. If we really think about that, he, we, he could be talking about our gifts. Like, let me take your gift and I will multiply it because when you go out and you speak, right? And you're helping this individual. Guess what? They're going to pay it forward. They are going to pay it forward Mm -hmm. and it's going to multiply. So you are 100% correct on that. Just letting you know that. Oh, I didn't need, I didn't need it. (laughs) I already knew. You sounded just like your dad just now. Just because, I mean, all I was getting at is you can do, it doesn't just have to be. You're right. Yes. Like, why would you not do that? Right. Completely subject yourself out of that picture and into something else. And I believe where I was at mentally is I I was tired, mentally tired, because when you do impart to individuals and you impart it, I take that role very serious. And it's not like, oh, I'm just going to your business or I'm doing one-on-one consulting with you. No, Mm -hmm. it's actually, I am giving you everything I have. I am not somebody else. I am not script. I am not molded into something that I'm not. I am legit giving you everything at your disposal, which is, it's, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had just left a business. That's, that's right. Cause we had just left a business and this particular business owner, which I have uh, permission to share any parts of her story. And I started working with this business owner, three years. It's been three years ago, right? It's been right at At three years. 
And she has worked with me every literally step of the way. She has not worked with anybody else. And I'm not saying you can't work with anybody else. I'm, I, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is she had stayed right in her lane. And when I started working with her, she was at two, 275,000, roughly right around there. And in three years, literally three years, she had had such substantial growth, which I was on a call with her yesterday. And I was let, like, that, that, that type of growth is not normal because she crossed over the million dollar mark. Mm-hmm. And it happened yeah. like this, which it's because she was consistent. She was consistent in all areas, not just in the coaching, but she was consistent in the marketing. She was consistent with her follow-throughs. She was consistent on all levels. Mm -hmm. And when you are running, like, it's almost on, um, what's, how do I want to say that, Douglas? If one of your fuel injectors is out, what happens? Uh, the, The engine misfires. Right. And it doesn't work like it should, right? Yeah. It backfires. And mm-hmm. that's basically, that's how it is. When you are operating on all cylinders, when you are, everything is in alignment, you're doing what you're supposed Her reviews, she worked on the reviews. That was a big thing too. So it was all of these things that just kind of worked together. And we had been to her office three times. I've been, all three of us. Real quick, I know that you're, I know that you are saying that you can't, or you're reiterating that you, you're not necessarily saying you can't work with other coaches, but in most circumstances, you probably really shouldn't work. You should probably just stick with <laughs> I was just coach. trying to give a little <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying because it's just like how you can't, if you're, if you're a Christian and you go to church, you don't have multiple churches that you're underneath. Oh, that's good. Or, um, you gotta be under somebody's umbrella. Right. It's like, Douglas, you wouldn't go to Laura's coaching, but then go to somebody. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's good. And, so, and yeah. try to intertwine them because you wouldn't get the same result. You know, you can't be trying to do two things at once. It's like you, you really just have to commit to, to one. You talk about it like even just a program. Just commit to something. Mm-hmm. Don't try to like intertwine all these different things. And I believe too. And then, so Un- what? Unless it's like somebody under their, the coach. Right, right. Right. Like, cause then that would be similar, the same. Like, the same. Well, yeah. Like you and I, yeah. we are in alignment with one another. Yeah. Our values are the same. Of course, you're my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, our values are the same. We, we think, I mean, we think alike, but there's, but in different, in different through different lenses, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but we're in alignment. So mm-hmm. obviously I have pushed clients to you. I'm like, you would work. You need, you need to talk to Christy. You need to book a one-on-one right. with Christy. So I know she can help you because you could probably see things that I might not be able to, but yes, you're correct. But that, that was a good point because you're not going to get the same results. If you like with Laura, Laura's the goat. We know Laura is the goat. Like I told you, if I ever sign up with anybody, it would be Laura without a doubt. And I wouldn't even think of signing up with Laura and then going to other people and, and, and I wouldn't even think of that. I wouldn't even do because I know I'm not going to get the same results. Well, and they could have different programming. I mean, obviously Laura can coach probably anything and everything at this point, but I know like her main thing is, let's just say 
powerlifting, right? Correct. Powerlifting, CrossFit. Well, that's what I was about to bring up. Is but let's just say that she was only she only specialized in powerlifting, mm-hmm. and then then you decide to also go to a CrossFit. I mean, it's totally two different programs. Absolutely. Yes. Like, yes. And then and then they. But the thing is, is like the fundamental. The fundamental thing of which would be like Laura's, mm-hmm. her fundamentals will, they they spine down to everything. They're gonna go into like you you're gonna take, you can take what she has and do it for running, like strength training yeah. for running, strength training for right, any right. any sport. Like yeah. that's just how it funnels because it's that's just the way her programming is based. And that's I'm just saying like any other coach that would be like. They're they're yeah. the way they should be structured is their theirs is gonna funnel into all avenues. Absolutely. Of everything. That's right. That's right. And I believe that a a lot of business owners struggle or just I mean, just people in general, they struggle because if they let's say they do sign up for this course or sign up for this health pro or whatever and they don't follow it. Because let me tell you what, change is hard. And when you are becoming intentional, that's not easy. Mm-hmm. It, it's not easy. And so I believe what happens is they go to the next thing because they want easy. Because that didn't work for them. And they didn't follow it A oh, through yeah. B they, through and they, C And they only D. gave it a month a month. Yes, I tell anybody that signs up with me, you're going to get your best results signing up for a quarter with me. Mm -hmm. That's your, you're going to get your best results. And you're going to get even better results for two quarters and even better results for a full year. Uh, Well, yeah, I've had people sign up for a year. I am actually, I work with right now. uh, There's, I think six. I have been working with them solid. I kid you not. It'd be three years in January. It was only mm. supposed to be one quarter. One quarter. And this one quarter has turned in. It will literally be three years in January. Because every... Like, no, no, no. And you're right. And one of them sent me a, a voice message day before yesterday. And she was just saying, you know, I... Every, it, it's because they've implemented. Not because I'm the greatest has nothing to do with that. You know, I, I, I've said this, that it's not about perfection, but it's about consistency. Mm-hmm. It's what you get up and you do day after day after day, day after day. It's consistency compounds year after year. And if you are expecting immediate results, guess what? That doesn't happen. It's consistency. You don't get where you're at in life, you don't get gaining wealth. That, that that kind of stuff don't happen overnight. That's consistency. Mm-hmm. And it's with anything. And we're living in such a culture that teaches, like it's a quick fix to everything. Mm-hmm. No, there's no. It's about sacrificing what your flesh wants to do today and, and denying that and and saying, no, I am becoming intentional. And I'm going to stay in one lane and I'm going to stay the course and I'm going to see the results. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. Yes. I tell anybody, anybody, you're, you're going to see your best results in, in three months. And yes, greater results, obviously after that, but getting back to that business owner, going back to that, that's when, you know, I was just, I was just tired, uh, mm-hmm. just because it is very exhausting 
And maybe it's not for a lot of other coaches. Maybe they, a lot of other coaches would say, well, you're doing something wrong. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be exhausting like that. Maybe you're doing something wrong. And I can't help that I pour everything into it. I'm just as much as invested as they are. Yeah. Right? I'm just as much invested. And so that's why I take it very serious. Mm-hmm. Because I know what I deliver. I know what I bring to the table. And it is value. I am. I know what I'm talking about. And it works. It's not easy, but it works. Mm-hmm. It's not the quickest route, but I'm telling you, it is the safest route. My, that a preach right there. Woo, I felt that. Go ahead, Douglas, because I could really go with oh, that. I don't know. I, Woo, I felt that. Go ahead, Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. I know. All I'm telling you because I felt that down. Like, I've, like that just that. went down. Mm-hmm. And the some say, well, we're not supposed to play it safe, and that's not what I meant. That is not what I meant. Because there, there comes a point where it, at what cost are you going to keep being on this ham at what cost are you going to keep doing this thing that you continue to do at what cost at your family's cost at your mental cost what at what cost where you just say okay i'm drawing the line in the sand Mm -hmm. and i'm going to follow through with with what i've said i'm i'm going to do i'm going to follow through and i think that's where we got to get through get to like we got to, I've been, I've been at all my coaching groups and the women that I'm coaching, I've been telling them, like I've been pressing them. You need to tie up all the loose ends from 2022 because you don't got time to carry them into 2020. You just don't. Mm-hmm. It's going to weight you down and you're not going to be and rise to the occasion that God's going to give you in 2023. Cause guess what? You're going to be weighted down by all the slush and the mud and the muck from 2022 tie up what you can and press into 2023 with fresh vision through a fresh lens with fresh ideas. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to be able to do that unless you, unless you tie up some things. And if you are still just, you got to get off the hamster wheel. Like you just got to get off of it. You got to get off of it. It's time to rise up as leaders. It's time to rise up as men and women. It is just time to rise up and get off of the hamster wheel. So you're saying you got to be present. Of course you got to be present. Quit living in the past. Of course you do. You got to let go of what held you down. And, and I know something well, that's easier said than done, Micah. Listen, I've been there. I have been there because let me tell you, the weight of life will hold you to the bottom of the ocean. It will hold you down. But when you get out, as I told somebody in the coaching group last night, and I said, this is what you got to do. You got to get the rope and you got to cut it. You got to cut that. You got to cut the bondage. You got to cut the strongholds. You got to cut it off of your life. It's time. Cut it. What? Yes. Oh, you're just staring like you're. you're... Man, because I'm. I'm trying to. I, I know we got. We. I, I can't help it. I think it's just little. Like people just need to make little changes day by day. Like, 
you know, whether that's waking up at a certain time, because most people hit their snooze button 15 times for they set up, set a time and wake up. Like that's one, <laughs> that could be one accomplishment for the day to get, to get going. Just wake up on time, right. make your bed, right. You know, do whatever you got to do. Right. I just think people, well, you know, you know they what get I... in this mindset where, well, like, I didn't do it before, you know, and who cares every day. God's word says that his mercy is renewed over our life every day. So whether we tip the cup yesterday, which we've all done that, been there, we might've tipped it. It it might've been like God's saying it's about to, it's about to, we might've tipped it, but guess what? We get that do over every single day. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's going to come a time where we all have an expiration date. And, and God's going to pull the curtain and say, you know, your work's finished. And you know what? We don't know. We don't know what the last thing that we have to accomplish here on this side of heaven. Because there's something that you have to accomplish. There's going to be one last thing that you have to accomplish. And you have to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what that might be. That's why when God gives you vision, that's why when God is leading you and guiding you in this direction, you've got to do it. You've got to obey and obedience is hard because you don't know what it's going to look like. You have, and that's why we, that's why we have to walk by faith. And let me just say this too. Faith has got to be in two places at once. When we was at the Tennessee house this past week, I was walking in the hallway and God gave me that faith has got to be in two places at once. We've got to settle it here and then we've got to speak it here. So we can say all day, like we have faith, we have faith, we have faith, but does your words follow that? Does your words follow your faith? Because we can say, yes, I have faith. I believe all things. God's going to do all things. I'm going to lift that thousand pounds, right? But if your words don't follow that, then our words matter. Mm -hmm. And we better be choosing to speak life over ourselves Every day we choose life. We choose that we are going to speak that which is not. So we got to let faith be in two places at once. The woman whose son had died, she went to the prophet and she thought if I could just get to him, he looked at her. You can find this. I think it's in first Kings or second Kings. He, she looked at him and he looked at her and he said, is all well. Her son was dead. And she said, all is well. Why did she say that? Because she had already determined that if she could get to him, he would be healed. Daniel purposed in his heart. Dan, like, this is good. You might want to clip this part out because this is going to be good. <laughs> Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's meat. You got to first purpose it here. And then later on, he said, but even if, even if, even if he doesn't move, even if it doesn't turn out like I think it should, even if Daniel said, we will not bow. So he purposed here and then he spoke it here. And that's how we've got to be in 2023. We have got to let faith rest in two places here and here. And that's where I'm at in my life. I feel a courage rising, uh, this courageousness rising up in me that I've never had before. I feel like God has like this staunch backbone 
that God is saying, this is where you're going and your words better, your words better perceive that. My God. That was a mouthful. Yep. Can't have it any other way. <laughs> well, I think at some point you said something that was kind of triggering my thoughts, but about, I just think that sometimes people just almost like go to sleep on their life and it's more because they're just trying to make it to that, let's just say that retirement age. Oh, yes, that, yes. Or, you know, because <clears throat> they just feel like that they wake up and do the same exact thing. Oh, yes. Over and over. So it's like they just go to sleep and they just pilot just to make it to the, you know, whatever end point that that looks like. Mm -hmm. And so I guess it's just, I don't, I don't know what you would say to that as far as like, I, I mean, what would you say to people who's on pilot like that? How do they awaken themselves? How do they? <laughs> it's funny, you did, this is, I'm working on something right now on, because my first ebook will be ready and available as soon as, well, I was going to say as soon as the website goes live, um, but that's it's probably going to be more towards the end of the month. The ebook will be available, but I'm actually working on something else, which brings me to that because you just, what would I say to somebody in autumn? I would say this, that um, passion and purpose, that's, I've been, this is what I've been working on, so I just printed it out. It's in my Google Docs. Um, finding your passion, because everybody says find your passion. And, and it's it's not necessarily finding that. Yes, finding our passion, I believe, is necessary, but that's uncontrollable. Because we can wake up today and I'm passionate about this and I'm passionate about that. Mm -hmm. And then we wake up tomorrow and we have something else that we're passionate about. But it's your purpose. Mm -hmm. it's finding your purpose mm -hmm. and that is always going to lead to others. Yeah. Your passion is pointing to you. It's, it's about I, it's about it's me about feelings too. Yes, yes, yes. And what, what do I want to do? I'm passionate about this. Yeah. And I know we've all said that in context and, and I, I, I but that I'm meaning more. That's temporary. Yes, it is. It's about I. But your purpose is always going to point towards others. And I would say to that person, an autopilot, what is your purpose? Mm -hmm. You've got to find your purpose because when you find your purpose, it fuels you. It, my grandpa used to always said, he gets fed by feeding others. And that never, I've never forgotten that. And that's been Lord 20 plus years ago. When you find your purpose, because this is what, this is what fuels me mm -hmm. right here. When I end, um, a coaching session, if you, it, and, and that I always go back to that one thing and it points to others. That's, that is my purpose. Yeah. And which you said, you said it, you called it out. That's selfish. Yeah, you're right. It is selfish because in that moment I was thinking about me. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, oh, poor Micah is tired. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I am tired. But guess what? It's not about me. It's about others. It's about my purpose. And that's what I would say to them. Find mm -hmm. your purpose. Because that's going to fuel you until the next. And I yeah. get that it's the day-to-day -day grind, the waking up 
and mm-hmm. some aren't entrepreneurs and some's working that nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this. If you are working that nine to five job, find there's still, you can serve others on the weekends. You can serve others with your voice, with your gifts, with your talents. Mm-hmm. Find that. Or you have a different, or you go into that job with a different perspective Oh, yes. If you put on a different lens when you walk into that job, that's right. you can make that job have a purpose. That Oh, that's good, Dallas. It can become a ministry. My stomach's growling. I don't know if you can hear it. No, it can. no one can hear that. <laughs> it can become it a ministry. Be ministry. It could yes. be you serving somebody in some way. I mean, if you just have a different lens, it's just like people with a cleaning industry. Like, that's obviously where we are. If you have a different lens, you're helping that you're helping that person. But, and that's right. And you know, Douglas, you asked me the question when we first started this podcast, do I think that my cleaning business, mm-hmm. what was it that he asked me? Uh, Cause it, it's back to this was my purpose or something. Oh, do you yeah. remember that? And I said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. One hundred, And that kind of, you were like, really remember that? Yeah. And because it wasn't, it was the vehicle for me to get to my purpose, which is, to serve others with the gifts that God has gifted me in those areas that I'm but gifted see, in. Once again, if you put on a different lens though, true from yes. a different perspective, yes. you could have had a different purpose at that given moment just to give you purpose where you have that fulfillment, right? Like yes. if you're seeking fulfillment, if you just put on a different lens, right? Yes. If you have yes. To, right. I get that 100%. You are dead. You're dead on that. Cause otherwise you're just always going to be, you're always going to be living in basically depression. It, Which it, is real. Depression is real. Depression. It's nothing. Oh. I was just double checking myself before I said something. De- depression is, is real. It's at an all time high. Which we know why that is. People are unhappy. People. Do you know I was listening to a statistic yesterday. That people. Consumer debt is at the all time high. in, I mean like 20 five plus years yeah, yeah because guess wh- wh- why because people well i mean we know that the economy is in a crisis we know yeah. inflation is at an all-time high yeah which makes people feel like in around christmas time people feel like they got to give their kids and so what do they do they go swipe the credit card because mm-hmm. they want to obviously bless their children and so there's mounds and mounds and mounds of pressure. Like they're just barely probably trying to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. My goodness. They're trying to put food on the table. But what's that all steam from? Most of the time, depression's, you know, it, it's where you've made bad decisions in the past. So it's regret. Yes. Uh, yes. There's a yes. saying that I've all that stuck with me is like <clears throat> a person that lives, a person that dwells in the past is living in depression. A person that lives in the, or that dwells on the future is living in fear. And a person that's living in the present lives at peace. Very true. I, yes. Where if you're always thinking about what, what you're doing, what you've done wrong. Well, the, I was the, more talking about like where we're at right now, just as a whole with people I know, and, and depression. I was just saying, and maybe it's not depression through in that, in that 
wording, maybe they think they're depressed because they do feel the weight of life. Well, but typically, even if you look at debt and things like that, what you were saying, at some point they've made a bad decision mm. that's led to their debt. That's what I'm trying oh, to yes, say. Yes, yes, yeah. No, I get that. That's where that like all spans right, from. I right, mean, But I believe, in, in all fairness to whoever might be watching this, I believe that this year people have probably had no other choice. People have had no other choice for survival. Mm-hmm. They've had no other options. And so in fairness to that, and there's a way out of that. There is a way out of it. You know, the Bible plainly talks about having seven streams, but then he comes back and says, wait, no, actually there's eight streams of income that you can start tapping into and you need to learn how to be creative and, and get out there and get this passive income coming in. You've got to learn to think outside of the box, Mm -hmm. but I, that's what I was saying. But yeah, you are right because you, we can dwell on the past and, and we can, we can stay there. We can stay there. We can stay in the future. Yeah. And just live in fear of what you're going to become or what. Or what tomorrow holds when we are borrowing from tomorrow's trouble, when that trouble Mm -hmm. might not ever come. I just told somebody that Mm -hmm. it might not ever come, but we're already thinking about tomorrow when God's already in our tomorrow. He's already going to provide for us. He's already going to take care of us. But we're worrying about it. Because that's something I don't know ever since. I mean, it's been I always try to live in the present. I mean, you guys know that because yeah. Alicia be stressing over certain things. And yeah. I'm just like, we're all like, well, it, she's always, a five. it always works out. Like no yes. matter what, there, it's, you know, God's never failed. It's never, it's always worked out. So why, whether that is financial or something on the calendar or whatever, you know, she's a big planner where I, I hate planning. I just like to live in the present. I'm and I'm I do like to plan. I do think ahead. Obviously you have to think about your future. And I know that's not what you're talking about. I I know you're saying goals. Yes. You're saying like worrying about tomorrow. And so we're living in fear Mm -hmm. of tomorrow Mm -hmm. because we don't know. We don't even know what tomorrow brings. Mm -hmm. We don't even know. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you were going to say something. Oh, no, it was just it got brought back to me. About how um, the Bible talks about how the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And so, like, he oh. doesn't want us, you know, th- that just proves right there. It's not when, you know, the work is complete or it's not. It's he rejoices when we start to work, when the work begins. It's good. And obviously, it's you have to determine which work that is that he's, which, I, you know, your purpose, different things like that. Right. So he doesn't want us to be asleep, obviously. We can't be asleep. He says, wake, oh sleeper. Yeah. You got to wake it up. What's inside of you, you've got to wake it up. Mm -hmm. Because there's something down inside of each and every single one of us. The Bible says that God has given us, like he's, he's gave us a measure of faith. Do you know that that is the only thing that we are responsible for growing? That's it. Our measure of faith. That is solely hinged on us, mm-hmm. on me. If I want my measure of faith to grow, then I've got to activate it. Mm-hmm. If you want your, I can't grow your measure of faith. You have to grow it because we've all been given a measure of faith. We all start out. It's like God gives us all a, what, a, what, a, a God gives us all, um, 
We all start at the same place with that measure of faith. And so how do we grow that measure of faith? How do we grow it? Praying, telling our stories, listening, sitting under fire, sitting by somebody else's fire, letting somebody sit by your fire because you've got fire down inside of you that I'm telling you somebody needs to be sitting next to your fire because then they're going to catch fire. Mm -hmm. And it's just, again, it's multiplying. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's a good word. Where's that at? Somebody wants to find it. Zechariah 4 and 10. Hmm. Zechariah. That is. Rejoices. That is so funny. Because when I was praying on Sunday, because mm-hmm. we have the opportunity to pray over our worship team and our pastors, mm-hmm. that came out of my mouth. Mm. Not to forget our humble beginnings. Yep. And. And even when I said it, I thought, where did that just come from? I promise you right now. I was like, where did that just come from? Because, and I even went on to say, not, it's not about the building. It's about not forgetting our, our humble beginnings, yeah. where we started. It's funny. I just, yeah. yeah, that was just Sunday. And I thought, well, I don't wonder where that came from. A lot of times things come out of my mouth, which again is why you have to, Les Brown said it best, I would rather prepare for an opportunity and never get it than to have an opportunity come my way and not be prepared for it. So that is why it's so important to study. It's so important to research. It's so important to expand your knowledge. Mm -hmm. You should be a sponge. Every day you should learn something. It don't matter. Learn, if it's about cooking, learn something new. If it's a new word, learn something new. If it's something, you have to be learning something new every single day Mm -hmm. because the Holy Spirit will bring it back to your remembrance. Mm -hmm. And you can be a deep well that has something to say or you can be a shallow well that don't, like, there ain't nothing in it. But I choose to be a deep well. I have something to say. So this has been good. Mm -hmm. This has been good. All right. It's been great. It's been good, good podcast. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back. If you have not subscribed to our channel, please do so. And also, by the time probably this does air, my website will be up and running. Go check it out. Um, I don't know. I might get this up in the next couple days. So. Oh, well. Oh, well, circle back to it. Whatever. Circle back. It's, it's a great part about this podcast is just life. And I love the new setup. Do you like it? Do you like this? Yeah. Yep. I feel like I don't have to look this I side. Just- just the from my end that's all <laughs> behind the scenes stuff oh well you got that we just we know you you got you got it <laughs> all right till the next one mm-hmm. How, oh merry christmas have a wonderful christmas wonderful wonderful christmas mm-hmm. yeah. and love on your loved ones you never know when this might be the last one so let them know how much you love them All right. Merry Christmas. Till next time. Bye. Bye.